Hey everyone, welcome back to AV Insider, a show sponsored by Tascam found at ravepubs.com under the Rave Radio tab. And again, as I mentioned earlier, and if I didn't, hi, I'm Johnny, the host of your show. Welcome back, welcome to the show for the first time, or if you found us on accident, keep listening. I need the listeners. Also, I want to hear your opinion, so we can discuss that later at the end of the show. As I mentioned, the name of the show is AV Insider. The show not about me, so I'll stop talking and introduce my special guest. And today I have Rick Comendera. Comendera? Rick Comendera, who is the sales manager, sales extraordinary leader, imagineer, leader, imagineer extraordinaire at Surge X. Benevolent Rick. dictator. Yes. How are you, sir? <laughs> I am fantastic. Happy National Tequila Day. Oh, happy National Tequila Day. For all you wonderful listeners out there, if you aren't listening right now, and if it isn't National Tequila Day, when you listen, have one anyway. Have two. And if you didn't want to tequila before, 30 minutes of talking about power may drive you to one. So. Oh, yes. So that's coming, by the way. If you're <laughs> if you turn into the wrong show, this show is about power today. A very important thing in terms of AV technology and basically anywhere in your home, building, or space with electronics. It's not the most glamorous topic, but it's something that you should know about. So... If you dare to listen, please do. It's important. Uh, <laughs> hey, Rick. So I typically I like to to know about the company Surgex. Sure. We've kind of talked to them briefly in the past, and I'll have you kind of give us a recap anyway. But the basis for most shows is so I can let the listeners know about whom we're speaking with, and in this case, it's you. So if you could give me a little bit about your background, because maybe this is your first technical tech job related in our our tech. What's the word? What are the words? I can't speak today, you guys. Your first uh, tech-related job ever, or your first job ever, I don't know. But I'd love to hear about how you got into this industry and led you to SurgeX. So so you're you're struggling a little bit with your words, which makes me wonder if you only know 25 letters of the alphabet. All right. (laughs) You don't know why. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) Again, you sell power, you got to have a lot of dead audience jokes. Um, (laughs) So, so yeah, I, uh, and, and it's, you know, it's fascinating that you asked that because um, we do a lot of work with the, with the NSCA, National Systems Contractors Association, and, you know, they have a, a sub-council called Ignite that is really, their, their goal in life is to try to figure out how to get new people into the industry. This is a fantastic industry. It's, it's closed loop. Everybody knows each other. We, you know, we've all worked for each other at one point in time, which is fantastic until you realize that you need fresh blood coming in. And how do you train them? How do you, how do you get them in and get them excited? So um, it is really kind of fascinating to hear where everybody came from. And mine was a kind of an interesting story. Um, I met my wife at Tulane in New Orleans in the, I'm not going to say when in the 90s, but in the 90s. Um, ended up, long story, going over to Russia after the wall came down. Hmm. Spent, spent a lot of time over there. Uh, first Americans to actually import over-the-counter pharmaceuticals into Moscow. So that was a good story. And a lot of, lot of stories for that over, over Tequila Day. Um, but long story short, get on a plane, decide to come home. We come back to New Orleans. And my wife gets a job as an executive recruiter. I, I get a job outside of the industry. But we have one car, so inevitably I'm coming by at night to pick her up. As a recruiter, you know, they, they have weird hours because nobody wants to talk about getting a new job while they're on the job. So a lot of late nights. 
And I'd inevitably sit there and talk to this, to this guy who had this power conditioner. And it was Richard Gray's power company. So this was, this was 2001. And really kind of focused on the two-channel market was, a, was kind of a typical audio startup, right? He was, a, he was a hobbyist that kind of monetized his hobby. And I don't really think he knew what he had. So, you know, every night I'd come, I'd sit on the sofa, listen to him talk, kind of learn about the industry. I, I thought it was pretty cool at the time because I had a, I don't want to say the name, but a, a mass-produced lifestyle system. And I thought that was kind of the end-all, be-all of audio. Mm-hmm. And after they stopped laughing about that, then uh, <laughs> they kept explaining the industry to me. Um, but, you know, we went in, ended up talking to him, found myself kind of going and talking to bankers to him first thing in the morning and kind of helping him out with his finance as I could and figure it out. And then finally, we got to the bank and said, okay, here's the loan. Appreciate all you've done. And we're only going to fund you if Rick works for you. So that's how I started in the industry at Richard Gray's Power Company in 2001. And now you own the company. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a different story. Um, yeah. And, and ever since you've been with the company in... Um, so, yeah, so we went through um, 2001. We were, we were really audio-centric focused. Um, I remember going to my first Cedia in Indianapolis back when it was in the RCA Dome. Had had no idea what Cedia was, what the acronym was. Um, but you learn really fast, right? When you've got 2000 people in your booth over, over three days asking all these questions. So it's either right. kind of survive or perish. Um, and then, you know, once we've got that, we, we kind of realized that this is where the market was going, really kind of put our effort into that. And it just went nuts. The market went nuts. I mean, the plasmas were what, twelve, thirteen thousand dollars $13,000 to do a $600 attachment to make your plasma look better. Everybody said yes. <laughs> so you know it was it, it was great um it was it was a lot of fun met you know it's really where i met everybody was in the industry and gosh i guess i was a kid back then and now i'm one of the gray hairs in the, in the room so it's been been 19 years but it was i think what really endeared me to the space is we were we were in new orleans and in 2005 right this is before virtualization before the cloud before any of that so Richard Gray's power company was run by a server in downtown New Orleans. And, you know, after Katrina came through, we couldn't access that for weeks. We didn't know if there was anything to access. And dealers were calling up saying, I, I owe you money. How do, where can I send you a check? Can I, can I do anything for you guys? And, and that's where it really transcended business, right? And it really became personal for me. It's, you know, we're just, we're so blessed to work in an industry where it's just a lot of great guys and, and they just really showed their best side after that. So that was, that was fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay. So before we dive into power and why power is needed, I would like to uh, say that, as I mentioned earlier, power is a very important part to any, whether it's residential or commercial grade project, right? Without power, you have nothing. Right? Yep. Nothing turns on, nothing turns off, nothing does the command sequences of all the beautiful automation things that we all live within our homes today. Oh, what's that? You don't have an automation system? Well, you've turned into the right show. Before we <laughs> get there, we need to discuss power. Power is, is crucial, and if we're talking about anything in the home, anything in a commercial space, anything for the most part is connected to power, wireless or not. Wireless doesn't mean that it doesn't still connect to power somewhere. So... 
you have devices, you have uh, control systems, we have panels, we have TVs, we have uh, audio video equipment, there's racks, there's things that provide our daily interactions in the home and at work and in between in different spaces, right? More and more today, the homes, cities, buildings become smart and connected and a power system is what we'll talk about next is, is needed to to eliminate surges and and provide uninterrupted power supplies should there be blackouts brownouts etc and the reasoning to have power uh, dedicated to these systems because they might be emergency they might be um, fire it might be a lot of things right or we're, we're all living in that bunker underground and, and we're waiting for the end all be all, but I still want to watch the game, whatever it is. <laughs> so companies like uh, Surgex exist for a reason, right? So there are rack mountable solutions and things like that. And as Rick mentioned, the, the, the best, uh, the most, the best conversation about power ever to happen will happen soon. If I could just remember the letter Y. I'm not using my words properly, so I'm going to try and incorporate all the letters of the alphabet, all 26. And uh, today you have a, I don't want to say an army, you have a multitude of solutions that encompass power on both residential and commercial sides, right? Correct. And there, you guys, your company, not you guys, your company and guys, <laughs> everything in between, offer solutions to fit different needs at different I guess stages of a project or d different different solutions that meet different requirements for different types of projects. I, I should say would be a little bit more accurate. And, yeah. Yeah. And so again, you know, I I I meant I purely only mentioned residential versus commercial, but that there are, I guess you could I I would say I could see certain types of things in industrial plants as well that this would fall under for certain types of products that you have. So. Maybe we should discuss why Surgex does what you what you do. What what's the reasoning behind Surgex? All right, we you know we don't have the screen share set up, but I have I prepared a, a two hundred page PowerPoint. Oh, okay, hold if on. You don't mind? Let me just dial that in. Yeah, and if, if you mind, I'm just going to read word for word off of each slide, and then it should be great. It goes over well. Well, <laughs> let's let's condense it. <laughs> what, what is the worst case scenario in any given project that you just spent X amount of dollars on that could happen to a project in an instant? Well, yeah. So, and, and, and thanks. That was a great, I mean, that was a great synopsis, right? Um, uh, the, the technical knowledge of the guys in our field is, is astounding, right? And when you go to Cedia and all the classes that are offered and all the things that the manufacturers do, it really is, all the continued learning is, is amazing. Um, one place where, you know, companies like, like admittedly, like us, like Surgex and others, need to, to do a better job is, is really giving more education about power. Right. Um, it, it's, it is, and not just because I'm in the industry, but it is, by and large, the most important category. It's the least understood. Because it is, I mean, to your point, and you, you put it very succinctly, without power, nothing works. doesn't matter how robust the power supply and an amplifier is, how redundant the power supply is in your, in your automation system. If there's bad power coming in or no power, it doesn't matter. It's not going to work. Um, so, so Surgex really started as a as a surge um, surge protection company, and you know guys are like, okay, well, you're you're Surgex, you're more expensive than the other guys, so I, I just see you as a premium. And the, the the big difference really with us is we're a different kind of mousetrap. 
right? Um, everything else that's out there is, is good, right? I don't, wanna, I don't wanna disparage anybody else, but they're all based on, on the same thing, right? They're all based on a metal oxide varistor that was kind of built in the 50s, and they build better mousetraps around that. Surgex is basically, you know, built from the ground up is a whole new way of doing it. And instead of taking a surge and making it smaller and, and, and trying to move it off someplace, we take a surge and completely eliminate it. So the idea being, right, that it's kind of think of it as a, and, you know, if my guys are listening to this, they're going to roll their eyes because they hear this acronym all the time. But, you know, you're going out, you're buying a new car. If you use anybody but Surgex, it's, it's very much like an airbag in a car, right? It's great. You get an accident, it's going to kind of cushion the blow. Maybe you're going to walk away from it. Maybe you're not. Whereas Surgex is accident avoidance, right? So we don't, we don't kind of cushion the blow after the fact. We stop the accident from ever happening. I see. So, so that's, that's, that's really the difference. Um, and so we've gone out. We've got, if you look at the Surgex logo, there's a big lightning bolt on it, right? And it's very didactic what we do. Um, we kind of shot ourselves in the foot a little bit because surges is only one part of the issue, right? And so what happens, especially in your neck of the woods, right? Uh, out in Southern California, Northern Cal, people, you know, dealers and end users alike, you go in like, well, I've never had any problems. To most people, problems are lightning strikes and catastrophic loss of assets. Yes. Right? You know, all the publications used to be in the day would have great pictures of things blown up and whatnot, and that's definitely there. Um, in some places more than other, right? I'm in Austin, Texas, and we get lightning storms all summer long. Um, but 80% of issues actually happen in the house. So, you know, the sub-zero kicks in, the air handlers kick in, you know, some of these houses we work with, they've got elevators, those motors kick in. Anytime there's a, there's a large demand for power, it's kind of it's like a rubber band. Right, you go in, and all of a sudden the lights kind of dim, and, and everything goes dark, and then it shoots back in the other direction and kind of snaps back and has a little spike or surge. So they're not catastrophic; you're not going to lose something. But everybody has had issues with a balance losing sync. Everybody's had issues with a control processor locking up, and more often than not, it's because they've got a power quality issue. So, so, so with that though, right, like, like you said, with that information now, it, there's a power issue, right? And wouldn't it be great if you could know that there's a power issue before you go on to the job site? Wouldn't it be great if you could carry a tool within your quote unquote <laughs> tool bag to plug in and start off and say, all right, Mr. or Mrs. Customer slash homeowner slash billing owner, I would love to give you a bid. But before I do so, I just want to make sure that the power on site isn't weird just make sure there's no power on the neutral side or or you're getting voltage elsewhere you shouldn't be right like the neutral um would it be great to have a tool that you could plug in that, to tell you all that right before you start a job i feel like i could be talking to someone that could correct me and say yes there is a tool that does that it, it's yeah. almost if we would give you some type of envision into the home install i know some sort of foresight yeah yeah you know we have it we have this product called envision what a great wow. name. <laughs> and it, it, it is. And, and, you know, tying back to your earlier point um, about spikes and surges, right? Yes. There's, there's a whole host of issues that happen in the house. So we were talking earlier about, about solutions. We're not a magic black box company, right, where this box is going to fix everything. There's, there's been a couple of times where we basically said, look, you don't, we don't have a solution for you. 
here's the issue and you've got to call the utility. Um, so the Envision is, it's this great little, it's this great little piece. It's about the size of a, kind of a large iPhone. Um, and you plug it in and it instantly gives you all the power quality data that you need. It gives you your incoming voltage, gives you the, the consumption of the connected load so you can plug the whole rack in and see what consumption is. Yeah. Um, it gives you neutral to ground voltage, um, which is sometimes called common noise, common wood noise or the dreaded ground loop, right? So right. you can find out very simply, right? You plug it in and there's, a, there's live data that shows up very easy to read. If it's green, you're good. If it's yellow, there's an issue. If there's red, there's a problem. Um, and it, you can go through real time and say, okay, here's the issue. Mr. Homeowner, it's not actually us. We do know what we're doing. There's a problem with the power. Right. And we can either upgrade you from this product. Maybe we need to put a UPS in. Maybe we've got an issue with the generator. Um, I was in a showroom once where guys had, they had 30 TVs burning in the, in the display. Everything was great. The guy's like, you know, we lose one TV a month. And yeah. everything was plugged in. They did the right stuff. Everything was plugged into competitive gear. And the Envision had just came out. And so I wanted to basically show that to them. I plugged it in and it didn't actually turn on. Oh my God. That's not good. <laughs> right? Just what everybody in this industry loves, right? You're going to do it yeah. down. It doesn't work. <laughs> All right. You know, note to self, don't ever check it in my bag again. Thank you, Delta. So <laughs> luckily I got a spare, right? Because I've had that situation before. I plugged in the spare and nothing works. Like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> call call my, uh, my, my engineers in a frantic, you know, they say, hey, I, I go on in a couple minutes. This thing's not working. Um, and I guess they're having fun with me because I realized later all this information was on the display and they were just kind of taking me out for a ride. So like, all right, get a voltmeter. Do you know what a voltmeter is? I'm like, thank you very much. Um, went in, plugged it in, and um, I was getting like 90 volts from neutral to ground. Well, that's not good. And the guy's like, yeah, I thought you knew how to read a voltmeter. I'm like, I do. That's the number. Um, so, <laughs> so sure enough, right. I go, I tell it to the, I tell it to the manager and he brings his electrician out. He's like, that's ah, a piece of leaky gear whatever. And my guys are like, no, you, you've got a bad bond back at the transformer yeah, engineer or the electrician's like, nah, we'll figure it out. A couple weeks later, he's like, what did your guy say again? I'm like, okay. He said, there's a bad bond between neutral and ground. Sure enough, he calls whatever the, the SoCal provider was. Um, they come out, it's a 15 cent fix. <laughs> That was the only issue. Um, but they didn't, I mean, again, going back to people don't quite understand if they, if the lights are on, they think power is good. Right. And there's a lot of things going on in the background that the guys don't always know. So envision really is a great way to start. It's a great way to tell the homeowner. It's also a great face saving thing for the integrator because in addition to kind of doing the, you know, a walkthrough and making sure everything's right beforehand, yeah. You know, I advise all my customers to leave it in leave it in the system forever because it's got a logging mechanism as well. Oh. So, if if something is starting to creep up, you can then be that you know that proactive integrator and say, "Hey, look, you know, I don't like what's going on over there. I want to go over and make sure everything's okay before you have an issue." All right. So let's analyze the scenario one more time. This place that you went to went through one panel every month. And yep. I don't know for how long this happened for. And in the end, with this tool that you could magically have in your bag today, if you're a surgex dealer, um, was a 15 cent fix. Fix, yep. They could have been easily fixed and noted right away by plugging in this magic tool in. 
to see that there was a power issue that tells them right away, okay, before we do anything else and put another TV up every month for the next foreseeable future, um, you got an issue with power. We need to address that immediately and see what our actual cause and uh, problem is. Exactly. So I don't know. I mean, based on that story alone, I don't know what the Envision tool costs. But I could tell you for that one solution, and this is not going to be for everyone's solution, whatever it costs was worth it. It will it will cost less than a truck roll. Well, there you go. That's all I needed to hear, right? <laughs> because depending, I, I live in the Bay Area. So for people that don't know, the Bay Area is, you know, San Francisco, Bay Area, wine country. And I, I live just on the north side of that. And typically the projects that I've worked on are in across the other side of the Bay, eh, anywhere from hour, hour and a half, two hour drive, depending on where I'm going to get a truck from point A to point B to find out that I had to put a new panel up because I don't know why I didn't have this tool. I just, the TV died. I got to put a new TV up. Oh, well, I'll be back next month to do it again. Right. And it's never the TV display manufacturers issue, right? It's never, no, no, always the integrators issue. Right. So again, I keep saying this magic tool because this scenario may not be true to everybody in this exact scenario. However, identifying the power issues up front before, like I said in the beginning, before I do any work to help identify issues prior to the integrator, in this case being me or whomever, before you go out to a job site or put your labor material stamp of approval on something or even do the work, you can point out the errors or shortcomings of others or just even know for yourself what you're dealing with before you decide to enter an agreement between you know two people. So this tool, I keep saying is magic because it literally is saving you time, energy, and money and slamming your head against the wall trying to figure out why you have to keep going back there every month to change a panel that isn't your problem. It is worth it. It is a tool that you should look into. And Rick, you're saying that you should probably have one. I mean, you didn't say this word for word verbatim, but you're thinking that just to keep it on every project that you do because of the logging tool alone, correct? Absolutely. Um, for, for best practice, you know, like I said, it's under the, the tool itself is under $300. Okay. Uh, and it has, it has a logging factor. So it'll, it'll do a couple of things. Um, it'll every 30 minutes, it will take a snapshot of the grid. Okay. So no matter what, every 30 minutes, it's going to log a grid. So you can go back and, and see graphs over time. You can see like, again, in Texas is 150,000 degrees down here today, right? Around three thirty. pretty typical. Yeah, people yeah. started coming home. Yeah, I could see my voltage start to dip because we are, I mean, we set records for power consumption, right? Yeah. Um, a typical Surgex isn't going to help you with that because we're not a perpetual motion machine. So that's a sign that, hey, you know what? We're having some grid issues. There's nothing we can do about that. Let's get you into a UPS or let's look at a UPS and generate. Because um, we're not, you know, there's, the, the nice thing is, is, is it tells us exactly what the issue is and how to fix it. Because back in the days, you know, before we had this intelligence, it's like, you know what, let's try this box. I'll, I'll send it out to you as a loaner. If it works, great. If not, we'll go to plan B. You know, now we're going to know exactly what's going on from the site and, and be able to, rec you know, reconcile exactly. And I had a guy the other day, I, I'm not kidding, right? He was kind of mad at me because he thought this was going to solve his problem. And we put it on. It worked for two weeks. There were no issues. And he's like, well, I thought you were going to find a problem. I'm like, well, we thought maybe it was power, and we've now proved it's not, right? <laughs> now, you know, unfortunately, yes, you still have something to go on. But we thought that was what it was. We've now proven it's not. So you can check that off the list and move on to the next one. 
So, yeah, but it, it does that. It also, anytime there's an event, it also will log it. It will timestamp it, right? So, you know, and probably from your days of being an integrator, uh, you know, little Johnny comes home, he starts playing World of Warcraft, all the bandwidth goes out of the network, something happens, and inevitably it's at 3.45 in the afternoon, right? So before that, it's like you got to show up at 3.45 in the afternoon and hope the problem kind of replicates itself. Right. If it's power, if there's an issue, we're going to tell you exactly what it is, when it happens. If you, it, you can also hang it on the network. So if you work with one of our power, one of our um, partners, like, you know, any kind of network uh, administration software, it'll push a notice, notification out saying, hey, there's a high voltage issue, there's a brownout, there's high neutral to ground, and it'll let you know exactly where it is. So again, with the idea that, you know, we're good proactive integrators, and we know about the problems before the customer does. Okay. So with Envision, and is, it, is there just one tool currently within Envision? Uh, there is. There's, there's different flavors based on voltage and, and consumption, but yes. Ah, okay, I see. Uh, and, and with that, do you, do you see any, any update to the family? Or do you think with what you offer in terms of models for the voltages and consumptions allows uh, pretty much everything you would need to, to monitor something like that? Um, so we, we, we spend a lot of time, a lot of my job is, is talking to our partners. Um, you know, when I, when I first, first came into the job 19 years ago, you know, a very wise guy told me the answers are in the field. <laughs> so I've always kind of lived by that mantra. So there's, and, and we're not shy in this industry of saying, Hey, it'd be great if you could do this, this or that. Um, so it's, it's kind of a living, it's a living thing. It's going to get included in a couple more of our pieces. We're going to blend it in with, um, some of our IP enabled products as well. Oh, well, yep. hey, look at that. That's awesome. Yeah. How about okay. that? Well, we should talk about some of the other products. Well, we mentioned while well, Surgex started its roots in surge protection. No, sorry, surge elimination is the correct uh, phrase, correct? Correct. Uh, you've, you've definitely expanded beyond that. Not that you still don't offer that, you still do. And there are different scenarios uh, for that commercial, residential, home theater. Uh, stuff that you put behind the panel. Um, you have other things you mentioned, UPS, as well as uh, IP-based stuff, so you can remote monitor, and I believe remote switching, as well as products for branch circuit monitoring. Is that correct? Correct. So yeah. let's talk a little bit about that. Why would you need something for branch circuit monitoring? I mean, I'm, I, I'm aware, but maybe other people listening are not aware. Why would you want to monitor something how, like that? How can that be? Because <laughs> I don't know everything that I claim to know. I'm only famous on the internet. Not really. It is the most critical issue facing our industry today is how to handle branch circuit power. So um, let's talk about that. So, so branch circuit, um, basically a, a branch circuit is every outlet that's on one circuit that goes back to the panel. So you open up the panel, you've got a whole host of, of circuit breakers in there. Each one of those circuit breakers represents a branch panel, or a branch circuit, sorry. Um, so the idea with the, like the PF420 is our power frame 420, uh, will handle four dedicated 20 amp circuits and it's, it's a surge elimination. It's noise filtration, which is also really important, right? With, with all the cell phones we've got today and mm -hmm. all the various flavors of Wi-Fi going out in the house, you know, those can all impact the wiring as well and, and kind of put their own signal on there. So having noise filtration is, is as important. Um, but the neat thing about this, right, is you look at these, I mean, what are displays now? 0.9 millimeter bezels or whatever they're down to? Uh, down to something like paper thin or something. I'm not even sure anymore. Right. 
So, you know, you don't have a lot of real estate before. I mean, in the, in the good old days, you had, a, you had an articulated mount. You could kind of zip tie the power on the back of it. Everyone thought it was fantastic. Now they're, you know, flush to the wall. Right. So the power frame, what happens is it, it will protect every outlet on the circuit. So think about a, you know, a smaller um, home theater where you've got a projector in the ceiling. Maybe you've got a panel somewhere in the wall. You've got some powered subs in the back. Instead of plugging every one of those into its own individual surgex, you're getting the protection from the circuit level. So while you know, myself and others have been telling everybody for 30 years to plug it into a power conditioner, with the branch circuit, you don't have to because it's being protected at the circuit level. So okay. it's, a, it's a neat little, it's, it's really, it's the same protection, it's just a neat solution piece to not have to figure out how to hide you know, surgex in the wall or on the floor or wherever else. So I, I work with some electrical manufacturers out in the field that um, they provide electrical switchgear. And one of the options they offer is branch circuit monitoring, right? So does Surgex offer any sort of, I don't, I don't necessarily want to say OEM, or perhaps add-on that you could be, could be built into some electrical switchgear rather than being its own standalone panel on the wall with everything else? Not yet. Not yet, meaning that's something that's coming? Uh, under advice of counsel, not yet. Blink once <laughs> for yes and two for no. This is an audio podcast, so I don't know what you're doing, but you can just tell me. Was that a yes? No, was, yeah. that two or was that one? It doesn't matter. We'll, we'll exactly. come back to that. We'll come back to that. Remember, um, I, I, for some reason, I'm a big Simpsons fan, right? You remember when he went in the witness protection program? Yes. When I say Homer Thompson, you say hello. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, as well, <laughs> there's, there's uh, three or four different things that are that are still NDA that are that are in the works that are pretty exciting. Cool. Well, when that happens, I'd love to have you back, and you can blink once for yes. Say yes. Now we have something to talk about. Absolutely. Um, and then we mentioned UPS, and uh, we already sorry, we already mentioned uh, the UPS systems, and you have it in multiple formats where it's standalone UPS, UPS Plus protection. Um, as well as beyond the UPS, oh, and the large format UPS, right, for un uninterrupted power supply. I really need to speak slower and let all the words out. Use that why, right? It, it is um, tequila day for those remembering at home, so. Some of you think that I've already had my tequila day. <laughs> I'm not saying. <laughs> but I'm also uh, not not saying. Yeah, UPSs are, are, are actually the fastest growing segment of our lineup. Uh, okay. Because again, right, if you think about it, everything, I mean, everything is IP based, um, you know, all the processors, they, you take an amplifier and you lose a couple cycles of power, that power size, power supply is so big, it's going to ride it out and probably be okay, right? There's big capacitors in there, there's no problem. But, but a lot of this, this IT gear is, is very power sensitive and even a, you know, a loss of a couple of microseconds can cause it to reboot and lock up. So we're, we're seeing a lot more of that. We started off with, uh, with kind of what we call point of use, right? So you, you take the UPS, you put it in the rack, plug stuff into it, and away you go. Um, and that was like a one, a two, and a 3,000 watt solution. And we've come out in this last year with what we call our large formats. So now we can do from, from 300 watts to 300 amps. Uh, and a lot of guys are like, well, that's what a generator's for. Um, <laughs> and it is, right? Generators are fantastic. The generators are their power availability, they're not power quality. So the, the power that comes out of them, when it comes out, right? I mean, the first issue is, 
it takes a good 20, 25 seconds to really kind of spool up and start providing power. So for the first phase, having that large format UPS has, a, has that carryover effect so that the gear doesn't see any loss of power whatsoever. And then when it turns on, all kinds of things can happen, right? It's very hashy or, or noisy. It can fluctuate. I mean, our, our power is 120 volts, 60 hertz. A generator, if, if you've got it set up to handle, you know, let's say 60 amps, and all of a sudden there's 70 amps in it or there's 40 amps in it, that can kind of change the voltage output. The frequency can be impacted. So the really the great one-two punch if you're using a generator is have the utility go into the generator, generator feeds into the UPS, and then the UPS is, is two things. It's a double conversion UCS, so it's, it's doing AC to DC to AC, so power regeneration, and then it also has isolation transformer in it as well. So the output then from that UPS is it's magnetically brand new, completely isolated from the rest of the house, it doesn't really matter what's going on with the generator. As long as the generator's feeding it, then it's charging up the batteries and, and we're going to um, basically recycle, regenerate it. Okay, so really quick, dumb question. Yeah. You're, you're saying that your UPS goes from AC to DC, yeah. direct current, and then back again to alternating current. Correct. My question is, because it's generating the power, is it because we all live on this dirty power grid and... and uh, you want to put out clean AC, is that correct? With no yeah. noise or signal continuation. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, it's coming out. So there's, there, and this is where we get into the 200 slides, right? There's, yeah, there's here we a go. couple kinds of UPSs. Wow, right? This is really thrilling. Um, but there's, there's Line Interactive, which you walk into an Office Depot or Sam's Club or, or wherever, you, predominantly those are what you see. And what happens is they kind of sit there and stand by and when something happens, they turn on, right? Um, they do some voltage regulation, but they do it using batteries, basically. Um, so the nice thing about, about online conversion, and it's not something that, that Surgex invented, I, I wish we did, um, but it's, it, it's basically, it's a pure regeneration. If there's any noise, uh, if there's any kind of hash on that signal, it gets wiped out in the conversion. It also allows you to be highly accurate in your output. So we can go from, probably about 85 or 90 volts in to you know about 140 and still give you 120 volts exactly out without using the batteries so if you're in a situation right where there's a brownout like, like again my house right because of the grid and, and how hot it was today we were dipping down into the into the 90s and my gear was still seeing 120 but there was no runtime the ups's weren't beeping because we weren't using the battery we were able to increase the voltage enough to keep everything the way they were. So that's really one of the big, one of the big benefits of doing a, an online UPS. Hmm. So let me ask you this with your UPS units, anytime they're plugged in, regardless of power outage or not, are they still putting out clean AC? Correct. 24 seven. I see. Okay. I, I was unaware of this and yeah. now I learned something new. Let's move on to slide two, if you don't mind. Okay. Okay. So the difference between inductance and capacitance. <laughs> we could definitely talk about that, or we could probably move on to the sequencers <laughs> that you offer. Uh, dumb question again, why would anyone need a sequencer in, in their rack? Why, why would you want to sequence the power of events? Or maybe that is why you'd want to sequence events. 
you've answered your own question. Um, throwing back, Surgex started as a as a commercial is a commercial brand, right? Um, yeah. Really, a lot into live sound, and and live sound, the engineers want to bring the gear up in a specific way, a to make sure that the equipment is powered up in the right order, and so you don't have any pops with. The, I mean, everyone's heard the speaker pops, and you turn things off the wrong way, and there's there's still power going into the system. To do that, and as well, you got to remember back in 1996, right? Everything was was Class A amplifiers that had 60, 70 thousand watts of inrush when they started up. So the other reason for the sequence besides proper startup was to kind of manage that inrush so you didn't trip breakers. Okay. So today, right, when we go in, um, we, we've kind of taken a traditional sequencer where, and again, the commercial guys really, they like tried and true things. So we do a lot still with, with contact closures and, and voltage triggers. And, you know, cause they like it because it works. Yeah. Obviously the CDSI side, lean edge wants everything to be IP. Um, so we, we've come out with a, with an IP enabled sequencer as well, the access elite and same idea in theory, but you can really get really technical in it. Um, you know, it might, my, my job basically mandates that I'm on the road a significant portion of the time. My, my wife likes to say that I, I, you know, I live in a Hilton when people ask me where I'm from. Um, <laughs> but you know, I mean, like everybody else, right. My, my house is got an IP audio streaming system. It's got Netflix and Amazon prime. Um, it's got white, you know, Wi-Fi enabled lights and when the Wi-Fi goes down, it's a problem and inevitably it goes down while I'm gone and I'm doing a meeting or doing a podcast and I, I can't break away. So again, trying to, trying to be a, you know, an asset to the dealer and allowing them to solve problems before they really begin. Um, one of the great features of the, of the access elite is it'll go out and you can write a sequence saying, okay, take my, rotor, take my modem down, take my router down, wait 60 seconds, bring my modem back up, give that 90 seconds to make sure it syncs with the CO and everything's good, and then turn my router back on. Um, and then you can write a trigger that basically says, if this, then that, right? So if the internet goes down by pinging 8.8.8 or whatever you want, and if it doesn't get a response for, for a minute or so, you're, you're sure that it's down, it'll automatically go and trigger that sequence and reboot the modem and router. So hopefully the access has kind of fixed my streaming issues before my wife ever knows. And my dog starts to bark. Yeah. For everyone tuning in just now, they are hearing my assistant throwing a fit in the background. Uh, <laughs> he's two, so he's going through his teen angst phase right now. He's excited about power. Yeah. He's, he's all riled up like I am. I want to he's like, sense. I had no idea power was this exciting. <laughs> Um, so beyond that, let's, I guess maybe we should take a break from the power because the little one back there is, is going crazy. Um, what, where can we learn more about your products in terms of not necessarily online just yet, but in person, I imagine because of the areas that covered commercial residential and a few others, um, you attend trade shows and things like that. Yeah, there's a... I heard that San Diego in, in September is a nice place to be. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's rather warm, I believe, uh, <laughs> and and it's so. They, so we are. Let me check the post-it on my monitor here. We are in booth forty-nine fifty-three, and that is at a show called CEDIA. We mentioned CEDIA. it before, and if you're unfamiliar, the CEDIA acronym stands for Custom Electronic Design Installation Association. Uh, it's a residential show. I'm very fond of myself, and. 
if you are a residential AV dealer or maybe you're even a commercial dealer that's doing residential dabbings here and there, unfamiliar, but you want to learn more, I would suggest heading over to the CEDIA Expo, which is in Southern California, as Rick just so brilliantly mentioned. September 4th through the 8th, 2018, San Diego, California. Register now. And what booth was that one more time, Rick? 4953. 4953, where I imagine, or at least I hope, there's some new stuff that no longer will be under NDA that you can talk about and show. Uh, no, but we will have some products there that if you're under NDA, you can see. Oh, well, check that out. Uh, but also, the things that I love about the show is like I get to speak with people like yourself, right, that are they're in the company. I get to get some hands-on with the products. I get to push some buttons. I get to see some surges just eliminated immediately. That crash never happened. That surge doesn't exist. I get to see the products. I get to see how they work, form, fit, function, design, implementation. And I get to, you know, maybe have a beer with my buddy, whatever it is you want to do. But at the same time, you get, like I said, you get the FaceTime with the people that you do business with on the daily. And uh, to me, that's priceless in its own. Whether or not, you know, it's power and assistance, there's something there for everybody. But in this case, I'd say head over to the booth where they are at and check them out. Uh, will you be there? I, I will be there. We will, we will have sales guys that are, that are better than me, that are better, uh, well, more spoken than I am. But we'll also do, it's, it's one of the highlights of the show. We, we kind of do the Pepsi challenge, right? Because you talk about power and yeah. your eyes are probably glazing over. <laughs> the Pepsi challenge, we actually generate lightning strikes and, and put it into our gear and connect gear to it and show how nothing ever locks up. So that's, that's always fun. Um, and then we'll have the, the large format UPS is out there. Uh, and these things are six, seven, 800 pounds. So can't really order a demo sample and, and try it out. So this is really you know, a good look to see them out in the wild and see what they look like kick the tires. Uh, we'll have some pretty smart guys out there that I've, I've yet to see stumped. So any power issues, any, any gremlins and installs that you've never been able to figure out, definitely there. Bring the questions. They, they love it. Yeah, forward to it every year. Now, not only do you attend Cedia, uh, I just saw you at Infocom, the commercial version of what I like to call Cedia. But no offense to anyone at uh, Infocom or, or Cedia, I just say that they're like the polar opposites when it comes to commercial and residential. It's <laughs> similar but different. You know what I mean? I, I kind of, because I, I came out of the resi world, right? And, and now we, you know, I, I've got to straddle both sides of the fence, and it's it's kind of like an English film. It's the same language, you know what they're saying, but the dialect is just a little different. Just a little different. <laughs> Takes you a little while to figure it out, but once you do, then it, then it all makes sense. But yeah, it is, it, it is a little different from one side of the house to the other. Right, and, and those aren't the only two trade shows you attend. I'm sure, I mean, I'm, actually, I'm not sure, but I'm guessing that you probably uh, attend ISE in yep. Europe um, and maybe some of the localized trade shows regionally, correct? Yeah, the, so the, the local ISRs have some shows. Um, you know, Mark Tchaikovsky and, and Cedia have the regional shows now that have really, I, I haven't been able to attend these, but Jimmy Paschke, my, my resi manager, is there and has been raving about them. So if there's one in your area, definitely show up. It sounds like it's, it's time very well spent. Yeah. Um, beyond that, what's, what's the, the, uh, the, the purchasing method? Are you, do you have like a dealer base? Do you have distribution? Can people just buy these right online right now? Yeah, so it's a, so we are, you know, everything, is, we'll start it back, right? It's a premium product. We actually make it in the States. We, we pay our guys living wages. Uh, and, and there's a lot of bill and material inside of it. So we are, 
you know, we're on the higher end of the, of the scale, so we're not for everybody. Um, so I, I say that in that we're not in mass distribution because nobody's going to look at it and say, hmm, this is a $49 power conditioner. This is a $600 power conditioner. I, I think I'll buy the $600 one. So <laughs> we really rely on, you know, our dealer partners to, to, to educate the customer, kind of tell them, you know, why this is important. Um, so we, we do our best to protect them, you know, to, to keep everything in very controlled distribution, try to keep it off the web. Uh, we want to make sure everybody, you know, makes the kind of money off of the need. So um, the, you can work with either our, our residential team with our residential ISRs, um, set you up as a dealer, and then away we go. But again, we're, we're looking for guys that are kind of consultative, that are in it for the long run, that, that can sell, you know, a $70,000 UPS. Right. So that, that precludes us from a little bit of the market, but um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's good. It's exciting. It's uh, residential is actually the, the fastest growing part of our, of our company right now. So for the people that are still listening and uh, who, no, it's okay. No, I, it's <laughs> because I'm not great with the words. Uh, I'm sure some of you have tuned out. And if you haven't, I applaud your, your, uh, your drive here because you love power and you agree with me that it is something that needs to be addressed because there are issues. And I, I've lived in many homes that have power issues, trust me. Um, what I would love to know is for those people that don't have the ability to sell that uh, $60,000 UPS or want to, or maybe they just have trouble grasping some of the things and terms that we've mentioned and they, they're interested and they believe that power is an ongoing issue and they want to solve these issues. They want to carry this tool and they want to address them before they go to a job and avoid that putting up a panel every month scenario. Mm -hmm. But they don't quite have enough education on these types of products and want to learn. Does Surgex offer any sort of education for your dealer base? We do uh, quite a, quite a bit. Um, there is a, we do a lot of regional trainings. Um, we're looking at next year. We just, um, Brought on a, a, we actually kind of repositioned a person into a new marketing role for us. Um, so we're looking at both some online learning and some kind of hosted seminars. Um, our, we, we spend a lot of time with our, with our residential reps as well, kind of getting them trained up. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, I mean, generally a lot of guys, what we'll do is, you know, they'll go out, they'll see the Envision and we'll ask them to send it a log. And then we kind of look at it and say, okay, here's exactly what's going on. Here's what we recommend, and, and kind of start that way. Perfect. Now, now, finally, for the people that uh, maybe aren't going to CDO, they aren't going to the show, and they aren't currently a dealer, or anyone out there, it doesn't really matter if you're uh, an AV integrator, custom installer, it doesn't matter, but they want to learn more about Surgex. What's the best place to go to learn more? <sighs> www.surgex.com or... Um, you can send an email to my name, which is great for radio, rick.comendera, K-O-M-E-N-D-E-R-A at Ametech, A-M-E-T-E-K.com. All right. One more time, forwards and back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Rick Comendera at Ametech, which is A-M-E-T-E-K.com. Exactly. Perfect. Now, uh, any final words on power before we depart? <sighs> Slide three. I'm glad you Slide asked. Slide three. Yeah, um, yeah basically, uh, you, you know, our, our best dealers, 
really don't try to educate the the end user on on it. They basically say like you, they leverage their relationship and say like this is what we recommend. They kind of maybe will send them some some online videos, but it, it's the best guys basically say trust us. This is the best. If you work with us, this is what we recommend, and that seems to be the way the big guys really close the deals. Okay. So, don't, don't complicate it. Basically say, if you want, if you want all the performance that you paid for, if you want it to work all the time, you got to have a solid power foundation and SurgeX is the one. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And since you mentioned that the residential market is the fastest growing uh, field for your company and for people out there that are, are not dealers or maybe are dealers and they aren't doing this yet, consider this. Every home deserves professional grade protection check out Surgex, surgex.com, S-U-R-G-E-X.com. Check them out, hook around, listen to some of the, or look at some of the, the offerings that they have that we've just discussed. Tell me I'm wrong. Look at it and, and tell me what you think. And you can send all those inquiries, requests, or stories over to Johnny, J-O-H-N-N-Y at ravepubs.com. Rick's giving you his email. You can reach out there. Tell him you want a bunch of free stuff. That's great too. I'm sure he'll hook you up. And if not, maybe probably direct you to a dealer. And uh, one more time, just head over to SurgeX.com. SurgeX.com is the best place to start. Check out some of the offerings that they have. And if you're headed to Cedia next month, one more time, Rick, what's the booth number? 4953. 4953. And I apologize. It's not next month. It's in September. Uh, it's a month or two away. Not a big deal. <laughs> uh, head over there, say hi, check out some sweet, sweet uh, surges going into some devices and see how things still work. And then tell me that power is not an issue. Everyone, uh, thank you for listening. This has been the AV Insider Show. If you want to be more social with, uh, with the crew there, I think you can check them, check them out online. I can't remember all the social sites, but if you head over to surgex.com, you can check them out there and I'm sure they're all listed. And again, just head over to surgex.com. If you want to be social with me, it's at J M O T A three. That's J Mota three pretty much everywhere online with the exception of Snapchat, which is a B underscore insider. You have my email, send me some hate mail, send me some love mail, no spam, not a fan. If you want to be on the show? Say hi. I'll give you some time to talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. And after Cedia or when the NDAs lift, Rick, I would love to have you back to talk on the other, what is that? I did three slides, 296. Yeah, right? Let's, uh, I'd love to discuss the rest of power. And, and if, uh, if you ever have some really cool, unique use cases beyond the one that was excellent you gave me about the changing a panel every month, that was uh, saved by a, uh, a sweet, sweet tool that gives you some envision for the future. I'd love to hear more and, and on all that. Absolutely. Love, appreciate the invite. Love to, to sync back maybe later in Q4. Yeah. All right, everyone. This has been AB Insider sponsored by Tascam. Check us out at ravepubs.com under the Rave Radio tab where there are many, many other unique shows, all different from my own, different hosts, different applications. Check them out. Again, ravepubs.com under the Rave Radio tab. Everyone, this has been AV Insider. Thanks for listening.